Let me ask you something. Have you realized that what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life that they love. So you can too. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. We're so pleased that you're here joining us today for the Dream Team Life podcast. Now, you are in for an even better treat than normal, and I know I will say this, but tonight or to this afternoon or this morning, wherever you're listening, we have for you an amazing film producer. We have a guy from Toronto. He's very savvy. He's very gorgeous. He's single as well, so he tells me. And <laughs> he, <laughs> he is a writer and um, director and producer of the movie The Market, which you may be hearing about very, very shortly. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Bobby Del Rio. Welcome to joining, joining us. I cannot wait for this good-looking guy to show up. So let me know when he gets here. Welcome, Bobby. Be amazing. You're stuck with me. Uh, I'm Bobby Del Rio. So my uh, my first feature film is called The Market. It's um it's sort of a Wall Street heist film. It's on Amazon Prime in the U.S. and the U.K. We end up getting um a distribution deal during quarantine because um, it's about like sort of the economy collapsing, and then unfortunately the co- the economy did collapse. And then all of a sudden, it just seems so relevant. Um, so, yeah, that's my movie. It's very, very, like, the language is very, very offensive on purpose. I have to say that because people use it all the time, and then they think that I am one of these disgusting. The movie's about, like, toxic masculinity and essentially how it creates, like, racism and sexism and homophobia. And I, I pull no punches. It's like I'm very, very, it's very well-researched. Um, but some of the language is quite foul. So I'm just warning anyone who wants to watch it. But it's important, right? Because we need to see what these people are doing and saying so that we can fix it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you've got to go there. You've got to get dirty. Somebody. You've got to get down and dirty. Yeah. And it's real life. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and that's not, I mean, uh, toxic masculinity. Um, gosh, that that's an amazing subject, I have to say. But before yeah. we, we can go back into a little bit more about your film later on, but we want to know all about you. And Marissa Marike, my co-host and amazing yeah. manifestation expert, is going okay. to be asking you some questions about, because we're going to reverse engineer how you got to be this incredible film producer um, from where, and where you started, because it's such a competitive industry. It's an industry where so many people have many, many dreams. They all want to be in the movies, acting, directing, and a small very small percentage actually mm-hmm. make this dream come yeah. true so we want sure. to know how you did yes, it so let's, let's start with your story if you would be so kind tell us how the hell you got into it in the first place what what did you do as a kid what did you want to do with it long time your dream you? growing up sure so um my perspective may be different but maybe because i've you know i've had a lot of success to be honest like this industry's I'm certainly not rich, so I don't want to pretend that I'm some rich guy. And I'm in Canada, although in three weeks, I just I signed with a really good Hollywood writing agent. Really uh, good. Congrats. To this, this industry has never been hard for me because I'm really good at what I do. I'm really positive. I work really hard and I was successful immediately, like immediately. I'm 43 years old. Um, I started when I was in university. Mm-hmm. So I started the University of Toronto for economics and then I was really depressed because I didn't want to be in economics. 
my uncle who was a guidance counselor just told me to take because I was I so I was you know sort of a prodigy guy I was like first in my class in every single subject I took in my whole life every grade okay so I could do whatever I wanted and I didn't know what to do so I got into the University of Toronto because it's one of the best schools in the world and um, I didn't know what to take and then my my uncle was like take economics because whatever you want to do, like making money will help you. And I was like, all right, well, that seems to make sense. And, uh, and I, I stopped attending classes in October. Um, but I was cast as the lead in two plays. Um, and it was so, it was funny because I would, I would skip all my classes for the day and then show up 10 minutes early for rehearsal at night. <laughs> okay. okay. But I, oh, I was a like a drama there. club. I was like a drama club dork, right? So in high school, I, you know, I won actually the performance award in high school for, you know, sort of best high school career performance. I was always the leads. I'd been leads in place since I was six years old. So I was, that was always what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so I decided what I would do is transfer from my economics program to theater school because there was like a different um, program on a different campus that was still affiliated with the university, but they were amazing. They were one of the best theater programs in the province. So, but I had to have the conversation with my parents, right? And I was like, I don't know, you know, because they paid for my school and thank you so much for doing that. Um, but it was like, it's a big jump to go from economics to theater where it's like, I mean, we know how, and although I will say when I told my mother, she said, oh, I thought you were going to take that originally. And I was like, yeah, well, you tell me now. <laughs> God. Well, she allowed you to make your own choice. So you you do it, you did it not because nobody was pressuring you or leading you. You did it because you knew. So you had to experience the other side. And oh, I that's loved very it. Interesting. And I'll tell you honestly, and you know, like some, maybe it sounds unrealistic, but it's very true. Like the moment I decided mm -hmm. that this is what I was going to do, no matter what, no matter what, and mm -hmm. I was I don't know how old I was, twenty years old or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I was successful immediately and I don't want to like, I'm not Brad Pitt or anything, um, you know, but I became essentially a star immediately in Canada, like immediately. And it's been that way for almost 25 years. And now I've been on this app for three weeks. And I mean, it's like I'm, my career's exploded. I, I, I just checked this tweet that somebody, there's some sort of like celebrity manager and they had contacted me two weeks ago on Twitter and I, I didn't even respond because I didn't even know. And so I DM, it's like, I have every opportunity available to me. Um, but to be honest, it's really been like that the whole time. I think that when you really have passion and you love what you do and you work hard, um, everything happens. Like I had a, I had a 30 minute documentary done about me while I was still in university almost immediately that was on um, Bravo, which was a major television network. It aired across Canada while I was in school. I was like the Kim Kardashian of Toronto playwrights before I'd even <laughs> my street. That's amazing. Right? Yeah, like it would, great. It's like I would meet people and they're like, Bobby Del Rio. Oh, what a name. What like, And that had never happened to me my whole life. And it's like it's a, a real name. I did. It's your real name. It's your real name. Uh, my real name is Roberto Adriano Del Rio. <laughs> All right, ladies out there. So, you know, he's single right. and Italian, okay? I'm single. And very successful. <laughs> I'm divorced. I don't know, you know, if this is a, a strike, but I've learned how to love myself and others. Mm -hmm. out. We're, on We're, We're on commission for any ladies. Yeah, you've heard this. A lot of struggles dating, which I'm happy to talk about too. I'm, I'm very open 
whatever we'll come you want back to, to that do you know what that's marissa come back to that because that's going to be one of the things that he's not manifesting despite manifesting everything else so that would be yeah. something no, because his focus is on something else but we'll 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 break this down don't the worry yeah. Yeah. I, I got him already i know the I'm angle no <laughs> I don't yeah think. i've got i've got his angle now okay <laughs> so yeah. tell us more so what what is that so you is all of this something that you dreamed of or do you know that this was your reality because you're saying and i'm going to be very blunt and honest here so you are you are throwing all of this success uh here in the interview but i don't see you conceited so i see you very natural you know so that's something that is strike me because you're telling all of this you know and it doesn't sound like Oh, I got this success from Ray Young. And oh, everybody loves me in Canada. It sounds really real. And I'm looking at your face because I know in the podcast, not everybody can do it. But I, I do believe you. And I, do, I don't see any big ego, even if maybe you have some, I don't know, because I don't know you. Really but do. uh, I see you very natural. So I'm thinking yeah. that you haven't struggled because you have no place for a struggle in your mind. So is it that you focus yourself Or is it that you just raise up and naturally connect to everything that you want? So how is that process? Because this is very important because most people would have that that you have now when they're little kids, you know, and they don't have any, yeah. any traumas or any horrid things happen. Well, hopefully. And then they kind of lose it while growing up. But you are still kind of there, even though you are a grown man and are professional, I'm assuming. And you, as you said, you do work hard. So oh, I yeah. really want you to, if you have any consciousness, uh, any awareness about that. Sure, I do. Uh, I can answer that very uh, succinctly. So my cousin, Joe, um, I used to live with him briefly when I was in university. And it was funny because I, a few years ago, He somehow ended up with, um, it was like a grade seven book report or something that I wrote. Uh, I don't, I mean, he's my cousin, right? So I've known him my whole life. And he showed me something. And then I was like, wow, I really, it's like, I sort of like um, contextualized my own journey with what he had given to me. And, and in grade seven, we were supposed to write a fake autobiography. So essentially, it was very interesting. I think back, I was like, well, it's pretty high level where you're manifesting your future and you had to sort of, it was really, I think, just like a title, but you had to create a title for what the autobiography would be of your life looking back in the future. And the title was that I wrote in grade seven. I don't remember this, but he showed it to me. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's me. Um, I wrote Destined for Greatness. It was like, as a child, mm-hmm. I always... Maybe it's because I like, I don't know. My mother says I learned how to read before the other kids. And um, I mean it honestly. I mean, maybe not every single class I was first, but I was never lower than third. I mean, I, I was like top 1% of marks in every subject I took my whole life. So mm-hmm. it I ne- never even occurred to me that I could fail in anything I wanted to do with business. Now, women is another thing and we can go deep. <laughs> oh, we can tell you that, no worries. I, 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 But I am, I am, I am interested over, over. that you, yeah, I am very interested interest in your answer because yeah. as Lisa said, I'm a manifestation expert. So, and I have an ability mm-hmm. just to see that some people do just what you said, have this uh, natural belief that they are, there's no way they will not succeed in this. 
And yeah. I'm very useful in helping them do the same here in this other part of their life that they yeah. will be. So if I manage to help you shift that certainty and, and you know, and security to the other side, you know, yeah. in very short time, you'll be saying the same story about your love life. So, okay, That let's continue. So very honest, right? It's like, I have opposite beliefs. It's like, it's like I, there's like the thought of failing in anything intellectual or career for me, it's, it doesn't even occur to me. And the thought of being able to succeed in love doesn't even occur to me. It's like, it's like, I know that I'm going to succeed. It's not even a question when it comes to my career. And it's like, I know, or I believe that I'm going to fail in love every oh. single mm -hmm. fucking do it over and over and over again. Can I swear? I'm not going to swear a lot. Oh, you're not swear. It's fine. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. At the moment, I don't think we have any, any minors on the show. <laughs> Listen yeah, to the show. Yeah. When we get to that, yeah. When we get to that audience, I, I, will, I wouldn't allow it. But, you know, but that's really good at what you're saying. So let me go back. Let me take you back to that part. Sure. So since you were very young, even before that autobiography. Yes. How? The, was this something that you've always done? Do you even know? Was it something that your parents inspire you to do? Or is this that you wake up? Maybe you have a very high IQ, you know, very uh, intellectual, very high intellectual uh, yeah. intelligence. Yes. Is it just I, that? Is it just, you just, when you go to school I, or to any class, you just catch everything that they're saying. So are you completely focused on the teacher and you understand everything and you process it? Put it this way. And this, so I tell this story, which is really just a metaphor for my entire, I don't know, scholastic career or whatever. Like in grade 12, I ended up with 100% in the course going into the final. And then I screwed up the final exam and got 95%. I finished with 98% mm -hmm. in the class. And then I got the highest marks in my grade. Um, and then I got whatever awards. And I don't even remember trying. Okay. But so you're very smart then. Yeah, that's an yes. understatement. Without being arrogant, it's so like you're it's, a genius. Then no, that's right. That's right. He's very. He's very. Um, you can't be honest. You can't say I'm stupid. I'm not stupid. Yeah. You're, you're here. There's is... no intellectual challenge that I have found difficult in my entire life. Put it that way. Okay, so let's see. Great. Because uh, ladies out there, he's very natural. So don't take anything wrong. Here, this is a safe space. Nothing will be judged. Sure. Nothing wrong. Everything is correct. So you're in, in, in the right place. So it's never been hard. You are, be yeah. So you are a genius. Do you have that categorical? Because sometimes in school they do do that. Um, put it this way. The conversations I'm, I'm having in three weeks are with the richest, most uh, innovative people in the world. And I'm world building. So mm -hmm. I have met I, my my image is is the Elon Musk of Hollywood. So what I want to do is, is sort of like build a major brand in Hollywood and use it to solve world problems. So if you imagine what Gil Bill Gates is doing now in his career with, you know, someone like Leo DiCaprio, um, I want to combine those two things, right? Mm -hmm. So actually Leo DiCaprio is somebody I really want to work with because, um, you know, I'm half Italian. I, I think he's great. Okay. And mm -hmm. he's, he's sort of helping like um, world issues. Um, and I don't know him at all yet, but I will, you know, I have- you you will. I have, I have you will. We both will because we all have this very yeah. important environmental, um, um, what's the word? Um, moral? No, it's not moral. It's this um, interest. So we will yeah. get to that. Okay. So, but let me let me get you back. I'm so interested in this because this is going sure. to be very useful when we take it to the Let's other go side. All the way. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so I just need to go a little bit deeper because yeah. 
I kind of I'm getting if I'm trying to get you to accept that you are a genius, quote unquote, just because it might not exactly be that, but you won't yeah. say it. Why? Very uncomfortable. So put it this way, I'm extremely confident in my ability to execute. So I'm one of the most talented writers the country's ever seen. I, in 24 hours, I'm writing plays that are published and produced and are hits of the year and are generating more publicity than any play at festivals out of 35 to 40 plays. I've done this consistently my whole life. I know I can do things that other people can't do. But at the same time, you know, the Dunning-Kruger effect. Do you guys know the Dunning-Kruger effect? No. So it's that where the smarter you are, the dumber you feel because you realize there's all this information you don't have, right? Uh -huh. And yeah. But people who have a very limited um, amount of, you know, sort of access to information intellectually, they think they know everything. Um, but it's actually that closed-mindedness that prevents them from learning the things to actually improve the, their knowledge. Mm -hmm. So for me, like the more things I know, the more skills that I have, the more consciously humble I am because I don't want to ever, ever, no matter what I accomplish, believe that I know everything. And that counts to like love because I always want to learn to love better. Um, mm -hmm. I want to like more, be better. I, I don't want to like have ego block me from growing because once you stop growing you're dead that's what i believe so yep that's true okay so i've got number two because i've yep. got two things that you need now yes okay, not that you need but that maybe will help you in some other instances of your life yes. okay so um anything other than love any other interest any other responsibility that you have in your life that doesn't work or doesn't manifest or doesn't have the results that you have in your professional career writing? Uh, is, so do I have any other blocks? Is that the question? Yeah. So, I mean, for example, I am a mother. I, am, I have a part-time job and I have um, uh, this, the podcast and I have my private practice. So there yeah. are, in, in most instances, everything works well, what works okay. But I have, I have had to make some sacrifices and kind of my career is not... My personal career is not what I would like it to be because I've decided to push back. So yes. I kind of, you know, sometimes you have, you struggle with that. You know, I have a 25 year relationship. So, you know, a, a man and a woman in 25 years, you have to kind of have up and downs, you know? So the only very successful thing I have is me being a mother because my kids are amazing and my regular job, right? So I know that and I, and there are other things that I struggle with. So I'm, I'm wanting to see if all the, in other areas in, in your life. So you have success in your career. You're telling me you don't have much success in your love life. But what about what else constitutes the Bobby, uh, Bobby Del Rio human? I, okay, so I'm pretty confident my ability to execute in the top 1% of absolutely everything in my life. And I do all the time, except for mm -hmm. love, where I'm the bottom 1%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's yeah. let's find the third thing that I require from you to be able sure. to. I don't know if you want to do it now or maybe in yeah, the future. It's great. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, how do you do it? What is the? Do you have a process? So you get up, you meditate, you envision, you plan, and then you go to plan your calendar, and then you write things down, you prioritize, you schematize, or whatever the word is. How do you are able to achieve success in everything that you do? I do you just, have a system process? I just, it's, it's just that. And when people talk to me, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what other people are like, but I'm, I mean, you can tell now it's like, I'm very, very confident. I have a long track record. Um, mm -hmm. 
And I think, you know, I, I try to be um, as humble as possible, too. So even though I know all the things I've done, I've been interviewed over 350 times. I've had two television documentaries done about me in a country with no star system. You have to understand, there is no star system in Canada. So not everybody loves me in Canada. In fact, many people hate me in Canada because I'm kind of a star in a country with no star system. Mm. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're not allowed to do that. Yes. But it's, just, <laughs> it's always what it is. That's just all. so I. I think it's just like go everywhere I go, people just want me around because I, I very naturally have a confidence and a passion that you don't find very often. I think that's what it is. Yes, I would say, I mean, like, so I, I'm like your Zen beginner's mind because I didn't know you and I met you and you come across as warm and confident. You don't, you're not conceited, not arrogant. You're very, very confident is the word in big capitals. Um, right. But but even very confident, very intelligent people often run into trouble. So do you, is it just that you're able to think on your feet really quickly? Like, is that, do you think that's your skill that you're able to interpret things really everything. fast? Everything, my, I don't, again, I don't want to be arrogant. My instincts for business and execution, I, I don't know how you would rank it, but I, I think they're almost perfect. Like I can identify an opportunity in business in a second all the time, wow. all the time. Yeah. All right. And what do you do, for example? You find that the, I don't know, the Dream Team podcast is an amazing opportunity to invest in. What do you yes. do then? What's the next step? I leverage. So okay. every opportunity that I get, I share, I talk about it, and I say, how can I turn this into something with 10 times the amount of value? So, for example, I've already promoted this podcast on my Facebook, mentioning um, the UK and Peru. You're from Peru, right, Marissa? Um, he's frozen. She's having a check from there. That's a really good picture, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we talk quietly amongst ourselves. She'll be back in a moment. She's from Lima, Peru. And um, she's suffering the, the Zoom fix where you get a really disgusting picture you'll get frozen into. Uh, had, <laughs> one of the problems with Lima is it doesn't have the greatest of internet. And, uh, right. you know, so. Um, but we'll talk. She'll be back in a minute. She might have to come sure. out and come back in again. Yep, that's what she's done. So she'll come back. So yeah, no problem. So, so that's really interesting. So you you leverage and yeah. you you give. I think you give. You know, there's that rule that you give first in life, and that's I mean, it's becoming yeah. more of an ethos now amongst the the big movers and shakers. We're realizing that sure. it isn't about taking; it's about giving. And that's what I mean. You know, I met you, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll come into podcast. I mean, you were immediately like, oh, this would be cool. Um, yeah. so, but that's, but did you, I mean, did you, anyone tell you that? Did your mother, I mean, it has to come from somewhere. <laughs> it's just instinct. It's just, you know, I, I it's so funny. Like I've, I've had, I have a, a long list of intellectual achievements and it's really hard to, to take credit for them. Uh, and I think that's why I, I think I'm pretty good at like mitigating ego because it's kind of hard to take credit for, for natural gifts. Right. I was just born just with the ability easy. yeah i don't know call it like intelligence or you know i i'm not something like genius i i you know it's not not it's not a term i'm, I'm comfortable with, with at all but um but i but certainly i can execute the way geniuses execute right so it's just always been easy for me to be honest it hasn't been difficult so you could have done anything bobby yeah you i still could have being a, a top lawyer, a top engineer, a top business founder. Oh, I'm just throwing my pen on the floor. Yeah. But why then? Okay, the big question. Why yep. did you go to the arts? Why did you love acting and writing and directing? What has drawn you there? 
You could have done anything. It just feels right. You know, it's, it's, it's like I was at one of the best schools in the world in a program where I could easily just become a, a millionaire. Right. Um, but I, I recognized at the age of, I guess, 2019, however old I was that, um, Oh, like, there's no amount of money you can put on your passion, right? Because I, I was so happy and excited to go to these rehearsals. Like I would show up 10 minutes early um, for, you know, for a little, it was like a sketch comedy show, but I ended up being the star and I ended up doing all these things. Um, but I couldn't even get out of bed to go to calculus. I couldn't get, I couldn't drag myself out of bed. Yeah, I, I can relate to you. I did calculus too. I went to business school. I was exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah. hard. It was just, yeah. I just, I Boring. just couldn't, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yes, because you could have probably could have done it inside out, upside down, but it didn't draw you. So yeah. you are somebody who moves to. You love to be compelled. Now there may be something there. I've got to try and find out where she's gone. But now regarding relationships, let's ask that question. Now you said that that's <laughs> when you have had some struggles, and you were married oh, and divorced. I, I mean, my whole romantic history is just you know a series of failures, sometimes spectacularly. <laughs> and I mean, any beautiful women, intelligent women. I, I don't. It's not like I can't attract um, quality women, but oh yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know what it is, but it's like my inability to sort of do what I need to do to keep the women um, is definitely something that I think is my fault, and it's some sort of limiting belief about I'm not worthy or something like that. Seriously, um, you think you actually might think you're not worthy or you said something really interesting yeah. earlier on. You can imagine you could imagine yourself being destined for success from a very, very early age. You imagine yes. you have an idea and you imagine the fulfillment of it and you can create that and you can see and hear in people's patterns of speeches and their ideas. You go, yes, that's going to work. Yeah. But you, when you meet a woman, do you immediately think, oh, it'll never work out because I'm not it, she's not going to like me enough or something? What, yeah. what really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't. And again, I'd have to go deep into my psychology and I've done lots of therapy and I've done like, I'll, I just think that, um, I don't know, fundamentally, it's like I have some sort of belief that I'm not worthy of love. And so I, I guess I act in a manner. And again, I'm just sort of psychoanalyzing myself. Yes. But, I'm, yes. you know, like sometimes it's like women love, like many women, to be honest, are like they love me a lot. And then I just it's like I back off. It's like I destroy it on purpose or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I was um, I was in a Tony Robbins seminar, Date with Destiny. I love Tony Robbins. I did UW in New York. Oh, amazing. Yeah, well, you know, Date with Destiny was done virtually this time in December. And oh, I okay. can't remember the guy's name, but he's like a really famous actor. And he put his hand up to like just talk about you. Do, you have, so the, the whole thing's on virtually in a 360 screen. And Tony sits in the middle. And he sees all the faces all around him virtually. It's an amazing production. Wow. And cool. this one guy, you know, and and... Tony called him and he didn't know who he was. And it was so funny because you know how when you're like a famous actor, you expect everyone to know you. And Tony's having this conversation and apparently people are going, Tony, Tony, don't you realize who this is? And Tony's like, <laughs> no idea. And, then, and the guy was like, yeah, well, you see, I kind of have this problem. Like everybody knows me. And he said the same thing though. His life had gone wrong. He was like this hero. He played some action hero movie thing, whatever, I don't remember. But he was a household kind of name. And, um, and everyone loved him but they felt they didn't love him for him. They loved him mm. for what he did. So he yes. couldn't believe that he was worthy as a human being. And I wonder if, I'm just gonna throw this out there, if because really? you're so clever and you've done all that, that you feel that you're gonna be loved for what you do and that may be not who you are. 
I mean, does that, does that, yes. is, is it something that resonates very, very deeply. Also, I have to say, honestly, like, thank you so much for inviting me. Like you got, I've, I've been, I've probably been on 50 to hundred podcasts in my career and this is my favorite. You guys are awesome. <laughs> no, really. Cause it, it's like, we're having a real conversation and I've been craving this. So thank you so much. And I, I really do love your hat. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Is I'm wearing um, my furry hat guys. I always have my furry hat. Now I've just got to, she's coming back. So, so the co-host is like now trying to reconnect on her phone. So it's always, always a bit of drama. It's like the show will go we're, off. So she will be back. Because she can, sorry. We're in a pandemic, you know, it's like every meeting I have, someone is like, hold on, hold on. I said, get off the phone because I'm your mother. You know, so I'm just. <laughs> Right? It's like it's like we have to adapt, you know. And then we we've got we've got we got the guy. Was it actually was a guy in in um, was it Brazil or something? It was found having sex while he got caught having sex on Zoom. Did what? you hear about that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. He like you know how that thing where somebody comes on and you think the video is off. Well, yeah. he was he didn't turn it off. He did whatever anyway. So he recorded the whole sex session that everyone's watching. And then there was the other one recently on on a school thing where um, it was the, the school board, you know, the board of commissioners for the school. And they were bitching about the parents and they hadn't realized that some of the parents were, had had the Zoom link and they were going, oh, we hate the parents and they're so stupid. They go on and the parents were like, we're here. So the whole board of the school got fired. So it's so easy what? to have that happen. That's really Oh my funny. God. Well, look at the culture that we're in now, you know, it's be careful. Yeah, I mean, but, but, it's, but it means you've got to be honest. I mean, now people are coming into your, your home. So, you know, you just got to be. Actually, I like it because you can't be so fake. You know, we're now actually in each other's homes, in each other's faces, we've got microphones, we've got cameras. And, and we're not, we haven't got professional lighting. We haven't got makeup. We haven't got a stylist. You know, mm. you were worried about your hair. Your hair's fine. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's who I have you really are sexual confidence this is the problem is that many many people women although men as well tell me i'm good looking every single day right flirt yep. me every single openly and i just like stop lying like it's like the first like i do not believe it at all and this is I, you know and i don't think that physical you know beauty or whatever is necessarily what you need to do to be loved but i just fundamentally do not believe that i'm good looking even though I, you know, I get my picture taken all the time and people always tell me this and tell me that, but I don't know. I just don't believe it. So I wonder why, I mean, there, there is, the, for every reason, everything we think there is a reason. And the first seven years of our life, we get completely programmed. And yeah. so even probably you don't remember the incident, but there probably was something that happened in your life where you thought, oh, I'm not good looking right now. You might sure. have been, and your little buddy at, at the play school said to you hey you're ugly and you don't remember that event but somehow your cellular structure your brain your neuro neuroplasticity remembers it you know some part yeah. of you which yeah. is you know that's the thing I find fascinating about mindset is how we are a combination of everything that happens to us we're completely engineered and there's a recent thing um but basically cellular biology I don't know if you're familiar with Bruce Lipton have you do you know who he is he, he's he's a PhD scientist and he studied molecular biology and mm. he bit in a nutshell your cells are super intelligent it's not the nucleus of the cell that's intelligent the outside of the cell is environmentally aware so mm. everything we take in you know from every sense including yeah. it, it changes us 
um, mechanically in our cellular level, which mm. is why um, Joseph McClendon III, he always talks about, um, you know, be nice to yourself. Every time you say I'm rubbish or I'm not good looking, yeah. your body hears that and takes it on stronger and then, you know. Um, so this is related to the concept of osmosis, right? Yes. Yes, because your cells, in, in, yes, they're constantly, uh, we're, we're community, our cells are a community, and oh. they're working to in, be in balance, but they actually react to the energy and chemistry that we create with the environment. We, we're, we do not stand alone. I'm breathing air, I've got light, I've got, you know, I'm talking to you, that means there's a sound vibration. And there's far more mm. sensitivity, apparently, to how we are in reality than than we used to believe I mean even 10 years ago and we're getting mm. more and more aware so um I'm just going to just look for a second see if we've <laughs> lost we've lost Marissa I think I don't know where she is I'm right. just to see. okay do, 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 do. right I'm just going to check so hold that thought so we will have to edit this part sure. um now then hang on a minute just want we to can restart one uh, I'm in no rush like I, I okay I, you I, don't I, have to disappear so that's good no rush at all like Think I have any let me just check to see because yes. I wanted we wanted to do this so I made sure I didn't have okay so yeah you have me for the next two hours so <laughs> okay, you know. that's brilliant right I didn't know she hasn't come back so and she's she said she will, will come back but anyway we'll we'll keep going so tell me um yes. she's we're gonna get back into the relationship because I'm <sighs> so is that really, you were married, so you overcame that I'm not good enough in order, well, for long enough to get married. You fell in love, you got married. I don't know if I got over that, to be honest. It's like, my wife was very beautiful, um, very intelligent. And I think maybe I was always in awe that I could somehow trick this beautiful woman to marrying me or something like that. So you basically have severe, you have severe imposter syndrome. Oh, she's back. You have severe imposter syndrome, but only about relationships. It's the only area yeah. of life where you doubt. I listened yeah. to a chap called Mike Phil Filsiam. He, he, he's a, one of the big funnel experts. He made, he invented groove funnels. And mm. you know, he's, he was so, so I mean, he sold it for millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. And today he went on Clubhouse and he said, um, I did something I've never told publicly before, but when I sold the company a year later, I fell to pieces. I got such severe imposter syndrome. This is a man who's mm. proven himself and, and so intelligent, like yourself. And he said, because I suddenly thought, maybe I did it, it was a bit of luck. Maybe I mm. can't duplicate it. Maybe it was like, I wasn't, I didn't really create that. And this, and he said it, and it was so incredible he shared it because, you know, all of us have an area where we're vulnerable. Every one of us, there's nobody, it's a human condition to have some area of vulnerability. And there was this man sharing it for the first time. And that made such a difference to everyone who was listening. We're like, oh gosh, when I doubt myself, I'm just, I'm, I'm in good company. Whereas we tend to think it's not okay to have doubts. Marissa, you're back. I'm sorry, guys. I think it was just too much energy and internet couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have exploded a cable somewhere because you know I have Fabio Optics. Uh, I need you to do that to right now, make it co-host. Yeah, so I can record because otherwise it will be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I'm sorry for oh, that. We've we been chatting, having fun, so don't worry. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I was like, Marissa. <laughs> okay, so how, what, what else have you said? Okay. Uh, Where you I need was... to dig now. So we've been talking, we've really drilled down that basically this is the only problem Bobby has and that he's he has effectively imposter syndrome for relationships. Even though he got married, he's just said to me that he actually was like couldn't believe that she fell in love with him couldn't believe this beautiful woman would marry him and and that's as far as we got so we, we've established he's got severe imposter syndrome regarding yeah. women so okay over to you marissa and, and you know what's terrifying oh okay but but i need to get your um your abilities first because otherwise i need to because you were saying that when you find something you are able to catch an opportunity very yeah. quickly and then you kind of speak about it and make it about that experience sure yeah is that right something like that right so then what would you what would be your third step i take action okay I take what, what does that look like uh okay like okay so again i was talking i think before you um ended up having those technical difficulties i was talking about how i leverage so i Yeah, mm -hmm. So immediately when I was asked to be part of this, I went, oh, here's an opportunity for me to brand myself internationally more than I've already done interviews um, around the world, but never like I like the Peru UK angle. So it's kind of like this idea that now I'm in South America and Europe at the same time. So I've already posted on Facebook that I'm doing this podcast with the UK and Peru. So people start to realize, oh, like he's his brand is going global. Right. So I'm, I always see the opportunity. And then I leverage and I market and promote it widely, constantly to get the maximum return from absolutely every transaction all the time. Okay, so you yes. leverage. And um, that is leveraging is kind of putting the, the because I, I'm not very, I've heard that word so many times, but I'm not quite familiar. It's kind of doing the work, um, like putting all the muscle I think on it, that. It's even right? simpler, right? Like I think you just take whatever you have and you maximize mm -hmm. the benefit oh okay right? so we've got this with three steps so what then after you leverage and then you take you take action where you go and leverage yeah. so then what else well i it's still do, yeah it's, there's still that is a still a product in process put it this way i i used to because i've been very successful in canada so i was i've been attached as the star of I don't know, eight to 10 feature films, web series, plays in Canada before, before I joined Clubhouse, you know, and writing everything mm -hmm. I can do. Right? And I probably get more press than everybody in the country. And then now in three weeks, my career has multiplied uh, times a thousand in three weeks. Um, Power of Clubhouse. Okay. Yeah, Clubhouse. Yeah, it's amazing. I've also, but not everybody's having that experience, right? So many of my Maybe friends, they, they, they meet a couple of people and like I got a Hollywood writing agent in three weeks. You know, it's like, it's like every, everyone I meet wants to work with me and, you know, it's just. All right. But what is that step? How do you put that into a part of the process? So you kind of do publicity, you kind of mingle, you lobby, you, how I do just, you take all that very, part very of the simple. process? I see the opportunity. I leverage it. I promote it. I do it every minute. So my career now is moving up every single minute. Okay. Every minute mm -hmm. I get um, more. I don't know, famous for lack of a better term. Um, I get more connected. I get more important. I get more valuable as a sort of a currency in a brand. I don't do anything beyond that. I, I just, I see the opportunity. I just think. That's right. But, the, but especially in my industry, I can't speak to other industries, although it really does seem like a lot of industries operate the same way. But for example, if I was a doctor, like you have to go and save somebody's life and I don't know how to do that. I respect that. But in my industry, you're kind of in the industry of, 
getting attention and making contacts. So all I do, (laughs) it's very simple. These are my secrets. Although I can tell you it's very difficult to do it. Right. Um, I see the opportunity. I leverage it. I market it. (laughs) And so I'm constantly getting attention, 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 attention. And my network is expanding, Uh expanding, expanding, expanding. And that is, okay. That is all I do. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I, I got it now. I got the answer. You understand when you get uh-huh. the attention that I get, okay, and you have the network that I have that expands every minute, okay, the number of working mm-hmm. opportunities there are for me expand all the time. While we've been talking for an hour or whatever it is, I've been DM'd 15 times. Oh, right? good. I, and all those times, of course, you are saying that you're on the Dream Team podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're not like Great, right? all the DMs <laughs> right now. Tell them you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, okay. So I think I kind of yeah. I think I kind of have it. I'm just still searching for the the, the money here. The you know the golden yeah. nugget here. But I kind of think so. And then when you go when we go back to your love life, what's the problem? So why do you have? Because I I kind of missed that little part due to the internet. I'm going to kill the internet guys. But Not their um, fault. so kind of imposter syndrome, insecurities. I just what else? think like I keep things very very simple. Um, what I find, and I'm now having conversations, um, you know, for projects that are a minimum of thirty million dollars. Okay, not not that I don't talk about things that are smaller, but that's I think that's sort of the the baseline for the conversations I'm having. Not not that that I'm not going to do smaller projects, but I was like, well, if I can do a thirty million dollar project, like let's that's a good starting point. And I make things very simple because what I find is as the budget levels go up, people obfuscate um, the logic with big words and they just talk a lot. And I'm like, listen, this is very simple what we're doing. Okay. We're going to make a film, tell a story, and there's a certain amount of money. So I make things very, very basic. We do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. And then you just multiply. So I was, again, like this sort of math prodigy. And it's very simple. Math to me is very, very simple. All you need to do is write every single step, right? You multiply this, this is the step. You add this, that's the step. You add this variable, that's the step. And so what I've often found is that many, many people um, would not write each step. And this, it's, they not listen to the teacher because it's, it's very clear. The best teachers tell you, you always have to show your work. And in fact, when you train in mathematics, you're evaluated based on your ability to communicate not only what the answer is, but how you found the answer step by step. Mm-hmm. People skip the steps. They make it the psychological error that fucks them up. Then they believe they don't do math. And that's not what happens. What happens is that they try to do three things at the same time, but they didn't go step by step in this mechanical, laborious, pragmatic way. And then they now they've internalized this belief that they can't do it. And it's like, no, you've just your methodology is flawed. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, methodology for life okay. is flawed sometimes. A lot of people methodology for life. No, it's just, yeah, yeah. Look, the thing is that um, what, what, what I'm getting is that um, it's because in that, in, let, me, let me ask you something because I'm, I'm kind of getting some information I, we haven't told you before. I'm not a, I'm not a medium. I'm none, none okay. of that. But when I connect with someone, I kind of get some downloads, some information. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you something, and I hope I'm able to go all to the way. Right. I love it. I love you guys, honestly. Like any, anything <laughs> you want. So your approach to things that you've 
have proven success until now are very yes. logical. Extremely. All right. So what happens when you in in your process, in your step by step process, in your in your leverage, do you have any feeling <laughs> in the sense that Yes, not because you are insensitive. No, it's just that, you know, Lisa and I are very emotional beings. So everything can either ah, or ah, no. break us, you no, know? So we have to learn no, yeah, how um, to, right. you know. There's no emotional impact whatsoever. So that's why things like fame, which is objective, um, and money, which I'm not driven by money because I left, you know, economics at one of the best schools in the world. So I don't care about money, although I know everything about it. Um, I'm not driven by that. I'm not driven by ego. It's just steps, right? I, the reason that I left. Yes, it's, it's mainly logic. It's so I think that is a key. Yes, I'm very, very, not that I'm cold. I mean, I'm a kind person, but I'm very pragmatic. So that's why I'm, but I find the, the bigger questions I can ask, the more effective I can be. So that's why for me, I'm very, very interested in this sort of like, I don't know, this nebulous term in my mind that I call world building, which is how can I pragmatically solve the biggest questions in the world with the resources I have? And then I start to solve those problems. So I'm in these rooms and people complain and they have these blocks. And sometimes I can be very. You don't understand no, that, I, do you? I, I, I you don't understand people. why they I complain. I'm talking and I go, listen, like somebody, and I don't want to be rude, but it's just, it's not helpful. So somebody was talking, she's a mom she's in this room she's like well if we just do i just think that we should all do one thing a day because i'm so busy and, that, and i just stop her because i was a mod right and my <laughs> my man one of the smartest economists in the world okay and i go listen i understand that you only have time to do one thing a day and that's okay but i do a thousand things a day so the idea that all of us should do one thing a day is incorrect and then she had a whole emotional reaction i go it doesn't it, it doesn't matter like and she's like well how were you supposed to? i go listen do what you can if you're a mother and you have, I understand, like, do that thing. I'm very kind. I'm empathetic to you. But at the same time, I'm a, no, I'm a killer. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. Meet, okay. right? It's like, I do a thousand things all the time with some of the most powerful people around the world. So I'm not going to stop myself and limit myself to doing one thing a day when I can do a thousand things a day. It's not rational. Okay. Oh, okay. But I've got you. I've got you. I have the solution for you. You're going to love right. me for this. Okay. So you know what? what's the difference when you go to do your love uh -oh. life? That you can't be pragmatic. I, I was thinking that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely oh. right. I wrote that down too. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. And I'm going, but I'm going to help you. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. It's just you have to find the same logical explanation because love is just a logic. It's logic as well. And then the problem is that there are lots of emotional people out there. Hello. Yeah. Usually women. But, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. No, no, no. That's 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 actually yeah. That's not true, uh, because there are very pragmatic women yeah, out there, right, very yeah, logical, yeah. you know, and very practical. And it's it's just great. Everything is just great because we all need each other. We wouldn't be able to live in a world with people only like Bobby's pragmatic, and yeah. we wouldn't because it wouldn't it wouldn't balance. You know, everything yes. would be square. put it this way. I I'm deeply emotional. So I took this class for five years called Meisner, which is a very good class. Um, but it's like got deeply into emotions. I just cried for 25 minutes at a time. I was like, where did that come from? So I know. I oh, yes, but it, that's, that's exactly I'm right. Deep. It's not like you're yeah. not emotional. I block it. It's just, yeah, no, no, no. It's just that you don't know how the emotions work. 
So collect, when, well, and, and not this is like the feeling, I don't know. It's like, I would constantly just start crying or screaming or feeling all these things. And I had, I intellectually, I was like, well, where did that come from? That makes no sense. I had a good day today. Like I, I can't, it's like, I can't track the logic of the emotion. Exactly right. So, but you can make, you can have the best of w both worlds. And that is actually when you will have an amazing logical and very lovable and very warm relationship mm. because uh it's like for example i there's nothing i have a very nice life that i've built you know like you say leveraging you know very hard effort thought after thought idea after idea behavior after behavior i've gone back to past life to be able to do it mm. right uh but in my brain everything is foggy So that's how emotions are. Emotions don't have black and white and they're all foggy. But then math is, you know, step by step. So if you're able to, what do we do here? When you, you have to understand the logic of love. Does that make sense? It does make sense intellectually. And yet I don't know the answer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I know, of course you don't. You know, the idea and the fun is where you find out. Terrifying. This is terrifying to See? me. Yeah. <laughs> is it really is it terrifying What? i'm not sure if i believe you <laughs> like, with you i understand what you're saying and but i don't know and that's what's terrifying okay. isn't so, it bobby because everything yeah. else you know it's easy it makes sense it fits into the system but the love yes. is like i'm going to explain it yeah i'm going to explain it to you very simply in okay. numbers would you yes. like that <laughs> please, <Okay>. please. <laughs> i've been waiting for this <laughs> yes, I'm going to explain it to you very simply in, in numbers because numbers actually help me understand myself and help me understand every single person in my okay. family. So I, I've, what I've done is I have kind of a matrix of their numbers, mm -hmm. right? And I know each personality is related to a number or a combination of those okay. numbers. Is it arbitrary okay. like and a specific like way of thinking the numbers this is just your own system no 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 this is numerology uh, this is like a math you know like astrology right. but in numbers because astrology also is very complex in numbers mm -hmm. and it's very complex in information and it does have some formulas it's just that what what those because they are actually science you know they're maybe not formal but they are very very important What they've done is managed to explain the influence, and I'm going to say it this way because I think this way you'll understand, okay. the electromagnetic influence, not just hocus pocus, the electromagnetic influence mm -hmm. from every planet, all right, how it was distributed in space, yes. all right, compared to Earth, and how those that electromagnetic field Every time All right, was configured when you were born. Kind of like have this gesture. Oh, oh I'm like sorry. That. <laughs> That's how the word is important. You like physically frame the word with your hands. Your hands. Electromagnetic yes. field. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Uh, have you heard this? No, before? no, Does I just love, I'm just enjoying the way you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so. How do you, but because you know everything, so, and I'm not saying this in, in sarcastic way, um, how does the electromagnetic field of something work? Do you have an idea? I do not. 
All right, it will have a vibration because the planets, including Earth, are composed of different yes. elements, right? So oxygen, zinc, gold, um, I don't know, whatever what? else, uh, calcium, right. every, any, everything else right. that we have. And so, I don't know, the moon is composed of this and this and that. Right. I don't know. Uh, um, Mars is composed of this and this and that yeah. element, helium and sulfur and sure. whatever. So those elements have a frequency, yes. an electromagnetic, electromagnetic, sorry, the English, I, okay, I, <laughs> you I, know I, what I mean. <laughs> I'm following. I'm Are following. you following? Okay, so same as in astrology, with numbers, you are able to understand the personality of a person because it's written literally in the stars mm. and it's written literally in their numbers. So for example, uh, my number, I am an 11. All right, I'm I a master number. I had 15, but fair enough. <laughs> sorry? <laughs> Just a joke. <laughs> I didn't mean it, sorry. All right, for example, uh, my numbers come from a combination. My 11 comes from a combination of a 2 and a okay. 9, right? And, uh, but you can have, can you have another combination that adds 11? Well, that's, that doesn't okay. matter. Okay, so a 2 and a 9. So that 2 has a meaning. It's attached to mm -hmm. a meaning. 9 has another meaning and it's attached to that meaning. So if you have a combination of those numbers, you end up with an 11. An 11 is composed with a one and another one. Uh, I'm listening. <laughs> so the, the number 11 yeah. is attached to a meaning. Got it. Yeah. All right. But then number one has another meaning. Yes. All right. So... If, for example, in my case, the energy of number one, if I have an 11, is doubled and it's more intense. Okay. Okay. So, for example, number one, just a quick example, and, and then we'll go through what I, what I mean. Um, number ones are always people that want to be first. Mm. Not because they're one, just because they are the first number that, like, opens, right? So, they are driven by the sun, and they have these um, smarts. They're very, very smart mm. people and tend to have something that they need to own up. They need to learn how to own up to their uniqueness as number one. Okay. Okay. okay so, and, but they usually, that uniqueness might be a quality that makes them different from everybody else. Mm. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, but if they are able in this life to own up to that uniqueness, it'll become what they, they will be recognized for. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, it, and then you have other qualities, different qualities. So people, you can actually separate mm -hmm. them. And emotional, pragmatic philosophers, mathematicians, and that. So the only thing that you need to know is your personality traits, right? Logic, success, simplicity, um, uh, what else? Uh, artist, artistry, 
and all of that and relationships and all of that are your personality traits, let's okay. say. All right. So if you date someone that's too emotional, yes. it won't that's match. Correct. But then if you date someone that's too logical, yes. then it won't match. That makes sense. You have to find someone, but not find, you have to put it out there so they will come to you. You have to relate to the energy of someone that's very smart yes. as you, is very logical as you, mm. right? But it's really connected to their emotions. Do you have her phone number? <laughs> Just curious. Uh, would that make does that yeah. make sense? Would that does that sound attractive? Oh. Someone that you don't need to, yeah, yeah. to push. Yeah, someone that you don't need to push that has her own drive. I will say one thing too to add to this conversation. And again, I don't want to be arrogant um or dismissive, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty smart, right? So it's hard for me to find someone with my level of intelligence. Mm -hmm. Like I no, that's not hard. It's just that you haven't been looking because you haven't been looking on the right place because you didn't know what were you put, looking put, for. Because the last for example, woman that I dated was very, very beautiful, but she, I, I don't know if she had mental blocks or I, I don't know what it is. But so, so one time I was just talking and she said, why do you constantly use words that you know I don't understand? And I, I was like, how, how can I possibly know which words you understand and which words you don't? Like the premise was absurd, right? It's like she thought that I was like trying to make her feel stupid on purpose, which I wasn't. I was just talking. No, you would. She was just insecure. You're right. That was her own. That was her own insecurity. So you need somebody who who can stand her own ground. Um, yeah. But and it the problem is, and you realize your problem's going to get worse because the more successful you become, the more people aren't actually oh. going to show you who they really are. That yes. is where it gets tricky. So. Yeah, I get multiple times a day now where people are like literally messaging me and be like, I need millions of dollars. Give it to me. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <clears throat> what is yeah. But you, you, do you know uh, Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang? Theory? I don't know him personally, but yeah, I know the character. But you know the character, yes. obviously. Yeah. The name of the, I don't know the name of the actor. Well, that might be you a little bit. <laughs> you know how I, I, I'm I sure. about my physical <laughs> but, appearance, but I think I'm a bit better looking like, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, I'm just joking. No, you're not that bad. But the thing is that um, emotions can also have lots of logic if you transcend and look beyond the ego. Right. Are we boring no, you? No, no. Okay? No, that's your insecurity. I, I love it. <laughs> this is a better conversation. No, but that, that, that for example, is, it, that is a great example because um, you look away. So I, I'm just wondering, I could have said, oh, do you have a meeting no, or was... are we taking up your time? No, no. You might just be looking at the window. No, I literally just went, huh. <laughs> That's all that was. I was like, but I just wanted to actually tell you a story about Tony Robbins. Um, Tony right. Robbins is also very, very intelligent. Okay. He's, you know, halfway. To I love yeah, he's an amazing guy. But you know that his marriage failed as well, right? His first marriage. I did not know that. Yes, he's on his second wife. And his first, um, he married, because when he was very young, he was, actually there's a lot of parallels here with you, Bobby. He was very, he always had this, like, I can do this, you know. Um, he, 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 unlike you, he had the struggle, he had the poverty, he had the, the moment yeah. where his father was too, um, you know, ashamed to take the money yeah. off 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've listened to hours and hours. Right. Okay, so you know all that. So, um, okay. <laughs> having a hot flush. Um, so, you know, I'm in summer. <laughs> if you think that he married this woman and he had, and he took on all her children that weren't his as his own, he adopted them and he created this life, but they weren't compatible because as he grew, he, he, his intellect, his way of thinking, he had a bigger picture and they just didn't match anymore. He didn't, it, it, I mean, he, he sort of felt not felt, didn't even fall out of love with it. It just wasn't a match. It wasn't, didn't want the same things, wanted the same things. So anyway, so you imagine now he's 30. And he's like really, really successful. Not the man who got married at 20, okay? So, so he had, he was like, just like you, women were throwing themselves at him. And he was this such a successful guy and they were coming and they were like fighting to get on stage with him. Everything you can imagine. Yeah, and, I, have, I have a lot of very beautiful women messaging me every day now. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but actually you, he would tell the same. It gets annoying in the end, you know? Because All, then you can't tell. I, I, I just don't know what to do with it. I'm like, thanks, like. Yeah, Hi. but what what he did, he actually went on dates with them. He found that it just none of it felt right, and he had this friend. He met this woman. She was giving him his second wife. She was giving him a jab, and she was a nurse. And they were talking while she was jabbing him. And there was just something about her. She she was very special. Now she had this, and I'm just thinking this is what you will need because she is this amazingly emotional, but very controlled and intelligent. But You're, are you trying to set me up with Tony Robbins' wife? <laughs> it just will not end well for me. Unfortunately, she's taken, Bobby. But right. maybe she has a sister or something. No. Well, well, let me know. <laughs> but see, but interestingly enough, then he would, he would, she became his best friend, and he would go out and date these women, and he'd go like, "I don't know what's wrong. This one's funny. This I don't feel right." And she talked to him, and she talked to him. Three years later, she was the one he ended up with. Right. So I just think it's it's a it's a process and the right one will come to the top. And I think you just have fun and you, you know, you have to know See what why you're struggling here is because you've always had an intention. You haven't. I mean, because we haven't used the word set intention, but I think that's what you've done. Your confidence level is so much that you set intention. My life is I'm going to have this great destiny. Boom. I'm going to. Yeah, there's no block, no block no. in between. Yes, you connect to what yeah. you want and you just go, 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 go. You don't even believe that there's no. any block. And that's actually yeah, what I'm producers in Hollywood and I'm like, let's talk. Yeah. There are a lot of people not doing that, but I'm doing it and it's fine. And, and they're like, sorry, yeah. go on. No, that's it. It's just like, it's just, I think, I don't know because I don't know what their life is, but it's probably not common that people are doing that. No. And do it all the time. Yeah. And it's very effective. And then I leverage. Yeah, you have a process, yeah. but you have a belief in your process. Now, what you don't yeah. have is a process for relationships. Therefore, you have no confidence because it doesn't understand. And also, yeah, but do you date a lot? No. Uh, sometimes. I mean, it's obviously difficult during the pandemic. I know that there's a lot of people find me oh, attractive, yeah. uh, very beautiful women too. But then, I don't know what, like, what am I supposed like? Do you want to go for coffee? Like, it's very weird. I don't know what to do. Right? It's very Okay, but well, we can help you. We can help you. When you help when, me. When, when, help yeah, me, when... please. Help me. <laughs> Life is, but, it, but you have to set the intention. Okay, actually. Even hair. I can't. <laughs> who wants to date a woman who looks like... the problem, like, Bobby. Like, There's like, the problem. I mean, obviously, this is the problem. <laughs> I will... Tell me what to do. Is it my okay. nipples? I, you know, no, it's, just... it's not your nipples. You don't need to go to the gym. No, but what you need to do is you need to set an intention and then you need to let it go. Doesn't he, Marissa? Yeah. Yes. No, but I think we have to go a little a step 
back because he has no idea how to set that because intention. It's so Do you? You don't. It, most people, when they manifest, have to set intention. They have to get to get really methodical. But you do it so automatically. You're so blooming skilled at it that you don't even know what you're doing. No. So natural to you, which is why yeah. you're struggling in the one area where it doesn't come naturally because you don't have a point of reference. So some business people approach yeah. relationships as businesses, but you're well, that doesn't work, you know. So, so go on, Marissa. All right, so we have to step a, a step back. Do you want a relationship? Oh, 100%. To be honest, that's the important why? thing to me. And it's like the one thing I can't get. It's infuriating. It's the one thing you haven't. All right, but why? Why is it that you want a relationship? Wow, we're getting deep. Um, I think I'm 43 years old and I'm one of the most successful really? people. Really? You're so young. Can, <laughs> oh right? And I, and I know already with Hollywood and all this stuff that's happening, I can do whatever I want. I'm not worried. But for me, that's why... One of the first things I did was ask this question. The first room I built actually was called Building a Better World. It wasn't about, and I do film finance. I do all these things. But the first thing I did was Building a Better World because I was like, I want to use the gifts and skills that I have to improve people's lives. And I think that I would be a good dad, to be honest. Like, I think that I would, you know, like I I would, it's something I want, but I don't do it, you know, and. You have to go deep, very deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I want to build a family. And I tried, but it's like I don't. It's like I can't. It's very frustrating. But why do you want to build a family? Because I think that's why we're here, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's like we're here to like sort of like give love and support and like help people to sort of like you know grow on their journey. Like that's the way we're going to solve these problems, right? There's, mm-hmm. it's like we have to give back. Yeah, but there's still. That's not relationship, you know. That's like, yeah, you want to help others because you want to build a better world. But why do you want a relationship? Why do you want a woman or a man? I don't know. <laughs> next not to a man. you. <laughs> and why? Business. Why? Um, this is the first podcast I've ever cried on, so I don't know what you did, but. <laughs> oh, this is good. Thank you for that. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Sure. Because if you really want to get uh, an answer. I think we need to dig deep because you can get everything. So this is this is not something that you can't get. It's just that you don't know how and you are not able to see it as clearly as every other project. And that's the only thing we need to do. Just help you see it clearly. And once you see it clearly, there'll be no roadblocks because you don't believe in roadblocks and then it'll manifest. So in, instead of looking for a, a person, we ha- you have to connect to what, why, why do you want a relationship? What type of woman do you think you would like to share your life with? What does that mean? How do you visualize? That? I have no idea. That's a problem. All right, so th- we have a problem. Yeah. So the, yeah, once you visualize that, you know, and I'm, I'm not gonna put you on the spot here, I, you know, we can I, do this, this I, later I, in a private session if you want, want, but if you, if you, Take a step back and go, why? Why do I want a relationship? Is it because I saw it in my parents and I think that is normal? Is it because I've been told by society that that's normal? But he normal? said he wanted family. It's is very it... difficult to have a relationship. You can't have family without a relationship. I mean, you could. I mean, you can go and get, you know. You can of course you can. Of course you can. Having you some friends. I, I respect <laughs> that, um, but it's not what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is it that you want? What's From... your dream? relationship what's your dream relationship look like oh man i it's like oh i don't want to just keep crying on this part you know i i just it's like i don't 
it's like I so deeply believe it's not possible for me. It's like I don't want ugh, like I don't even want to dream about it. You know, it's just it's been so. All right. So my marriage was not perfect. And I don't know how much was her fault, and how much is my fault. Like, what's the logic of that? But the day that she she ended the marriage, I didn't. OK. And the day that she decided that she wanted us to end, she said that she had something very important to tell me. And I thought she said that she wanted to have a child. Okay. I'm going all the way for you guys. You know, I don't want to ruin her life, or anything, but you know, that was a big area of our um, relationship where we were so disconnected emotionally that, you know, we weren't having sex. Right. So what happens that day? Um, she said she had something important to say. And I was like, she wants to have a child, which means we're gonna have to have sex and we have to have all these emotional things. So I thought about so I thought about it all day. So she came, she comes home and I decided, okay, I'm ready. Right. And so she comes home and and so she says, Okay, uh, I, I want to have that talk now. I go, listen, I've been thinking about it all day. I know exactly what you're gonna say. And I agree, but I want to I want to have you say it first. Oh. And said, I want to end the marriage. <gasps> and I said, I did not expect that. And so <laughs> I was like, fuck, like, how could we be so far apart in our thinking? And I don't blame her because, you know, you can't, the relationship is complicated. There's always moving pieces, but. Uh, I mean, I had all these issues, I think, before, I, which I didn't become aware of until the last few years. But fuck, man, to put yourself out there and to just fail so spectacularly. And especially, remember, I've never failed. Never failed. In my career at any level. In fact, I've succeeded in the top 1% of everything I've done with minimal effort. And then it's like I devote my life to somebody and it doesn't matter that fucking pain it's like i don't want to feel it again but i'm still but i'm willing to learn because i love is i think the most important thing but it's terrifying and even the idea of like opening myself up to like think that it's an option again and ha feeling that pain again again i don't want to yeah i have to be honest but then i'm okay so then we have to stick take a step back when you want to and you're ready, we can work I, on I it. mean, I'm ready intellectually, but it's just so, there's so much. Yeah, but you know, as one of my our guests said, sometimes or most of the time, the way is through the pain, you know? So I think maybe sometimes the pain that you're feeling now, that you're still feeling now, and, and, and well, it, I think it will actually help you and make you bigger and more, as you say, this, this though you're saying now mm -hmm. is empathy because this is what you're feeling right now on only one subject of your life is what people usually feel in most subjects of their lives. That's why they are so lost. I don't understand. Do you feel lost? Can you explain that again, please? Of course. So what the, the, the feeling that you're having right now, that yeah. pain, and that sensation that you don't know what yes. to do and that you don't want to go through yes. that again and you have no idea how to to confront yes. this 
this this feeling that you're having right now is what most people have all day long. Well, no one over them on... to succeed. Yeah. I have now none you of know. them. You know, you know, now, now you know why the world is why it is. Who because... So I run this room called um, Italians in Hollywood. I have all these different networks where I wanted to meet different people and make friends. Well, yeah, I'm half Italian, so I was like, let me meet Italians. Or... And I uh, met this guy, and then we were in this, this private room, and he was just very depressed because he... I guess his writing career has not been what he wants it to be. And he's, you know, he's a young guy relative to me. And I'm just trying to coach him through like, Hey, like you, you got to turn your thinking around because you can't be thinking about results. And I'm, um, but I didn't understand because, but I've, I'll, I've succeeded spectacularly every time I've written anything, I've never written anything that hasn't been in the public eye ever my whole life. It's almost 25 years. So it was very difficult for me to relate to him, but I tried to like, you know, I recognize that his, the way that he was thinking was incorrect. So I tried to get him back on track, but I didn't actually empathetically understand how he felt. Yes, like I didn't get it. Relationships next time you have that problem in front of you. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, he's like me with women. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So this is what you're feeling right now. It was most people feel about relationship. What most people feel about their dreams Imagine that, not knowing, not understanding, not having a clue. And this, if you actually, and you know, I'm getting more information. Oh my God, you're so connected. So, you know, you are connected. Otherwise, this would be very hard. If you are able, thank you. If you are able to process this pain and really own it, you know, and go through it, you'll finally understand why the world is like this. Mm. And since you have such a clear path on how to, it should yes. be in the, in the proper logical way, then you will be able to make some change. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I'm hearing it very clearly. Yes. Does it make yes. sense? I, uh... Right. Because most people, you know, there are logical people, there are pragmatic people there. You have these five types of intelligence. Have you ever heard that emotional intelligence? Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, there's many theories, but all the different forms of intelligence. Yes, I'm yeah. very familiar with this, this mode. Yes, so you have people that are more into sports. You have people that are more intellectual, people that are more musicians yes. and people that have that ability that you have to be able to open up your brain and understand everything. They have it for music. Yes. Right? So I don't know who, I don't know. Uh, I'm Mango, a, no, what's yeah. this, the one with the ear? Yes. Um, well, the composer. Mango? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't yeah. again I don't know like what you know so there's so many different competing theories for psychology but I've been tested consistently as an INTJ mm-hmm. um which is like so. an introverted intuitive thinking and judging personality type where essentially my brain is perfectly set up as a sort of a, a strategist right I'm yeah. sort of like a, really? a, a strategic really? thinker mastermind mm. and take any idea and come up with a plan as to how to execute it perfectly and then have someone else do it because I don't uh-huh. care. Like for me, it's just about like executing the big vision. Yeah, because your ability That's is right. there, of course. So we have to do, uh, if you want, we can do that same approach. Well, or not now because it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. Uh, we can, you will have to, we can help you do that same approach to your love life. It's just like that money, same approach, what, that same logical money approach. Money or what was happening here? No, no, no. For, for, what do you mean? Of course, you know. <laughs> I mean, no, we don't charge our friends, friends, Bobby. We don't charge our friends. <laughs> I look. I. Oh, I no, 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 no. 
Oh, no, it wouldn't be for money, of course, because if you are willing, we can I, make something out of this. Imagine sure. if it, this, this ends up in a documental. Sure. You know, how Bobby Del Rio, with his perfect intelligence, finally was able to achieve love. That would, Wouldn't that be wonderful? That would be great. Okay, so, the, the, you know, I'm going to, I don't, we, I don't know if you have more time. We don't want to do this podcast I, for like three hours. Even if we love to, we can speak for forever. Eight minutes. You have eight minutes. I have Sorry? one hour and eight minutes available to you. Okay, so, but I only need you to do one thing. Okay. Would you be willing to do it? it? Depends what you ask. <laughs> I'm not going to say yes to something. Tell me what well, it is. That means no, but I mean, if you are, if you are interested. Very open-minded um, and interested, as long as you don't say something, you know, stupid, quite frankly. <laughs> you know, like if I have to murder a goat. On, I lie, like I'm not. Well, if I say that you have to murder a goat and you say no, well, maybe you are not into relationship. That no, much. I am, but I don't want to murder a goat. <laughs> no, no worries. But within uh, reason, you know, the conditionally, uh, yes. Okay. So the idea of this is that um, my approach is really out there, you know, and it's, it has to, it does require work. So if you are willing to do the work, work because you really, truly want a relationship, I can I, help. I do, yeah. But I don't take any bullshit. So you I don't take any excuses. You can tell. I don't want bullshit. Yeah, I, okay. I don't take any bullshit and excuses because you're a very logical person. So you will, I don't, I don't see you giving any excuses. No. So, you know, I can offer you that work if you are interested. interested. So if you are, I'll leave you the first homework. Okay. Okay, first of all, should I be writing? Does the, yeah. if you want to, I think I think so. You know, all right. I think it will be nice. All right, I'll get a book. Hold on, let me get a book. Okay. This is actually this is actually from Tony Robbins. This is a. Uh, Passion. Oh, the oh. That's so cool. I've got Dean Graziosi's. Um, I have none. <laughs> but you, hopefully, soon you'll see us. <laughs> You're a strategist. I'm more. Okay. I'm more strategic. You see, I'm all in the. You're you're lovely and spiritual. I'm the I'm the kickback coach. Remember? Okay. What should I call this? What is what is? Home, I'll just say homework. I guess. Yes, you can say your strategy towards relationship. You can say your strategy towards connecting with the energy love that you require. You know, my English is not no, that good, perfect. not that elaborate. So you can no, go no, ahead I think it's and... pretty good. Okay. Give... Okay. So the first homework, yes. well, actually two, but the first thing I need yes. you to do is from now on, from now on, and you have to promise that you will commit to Once this. Once I hear it, then we'll see. Yes. <laughs> No, you have to commit. No, first. I'm not absolutely not going to do that. Why? Because I don't know what you're going to say. It's very simple. But I'll, do you want a relationship or not? I'm not going to have you kill a goat. Well, don't we'll worry. See. We'll see what you have. To be... <laughs> okay. First yeah. of all, you from now yeah. on, every time you talk about a relationship, you and when you see, say, you know, you have to very be very clear on how you feel when you say that you don't want to. Say that again. 
But you don't want okay, so to. So I have written now on every time I talk about a relationship. And then mm -hmm. what's the last part? You have to be very clear of what you feel every time you say that you don't want to. And it's not going to happen to you. I think, okay. I think we're losing in the English. There. I think what she means, Bobby, I think that's, I think, Mr. which was saying is when you, I, I don't know how, or I can't, or I can't have it work, or I, I'm not able is what she's saying. When you're having all the negative limiting beliefs about a relationship, I'm not good enough, she won't love me. I think what she just said is any of those limiting beliefs. Then, then when he has those limiting beliefs, Marissa, he needs to... He needs to pay attention on how he feels. Okay, this is what I have written down. From now on, every time I talk about a relationship, you have to be very clear about why I say I won't. it won't work. Identify limiting belief. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because hey, Robin, we don't surpass that. It's good that. to have that language in common. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to transform that belief. Yes. And I say, right, like, but... I, you know, I was in this acting class where this came up over and 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 over again. And intellectually, I know it really well, and I still fucked it up every time. So it's deep. It's very deep. These blocks are very deep. No, it's not a block. You're just protecting. You said it yourself. You said it yourself, Bobby, that you got so hurt, you don't want to go there again. And But it's not a block. He's very aware of it. It's just it's just that he, I don't know, Bobby, if you, if I will be able to explain this properly because of the English. But you are a person that anything you set your mind to yes. happens, 100%. right? All right. So how is your mind set towards relationships? Terror. Sheer terror. Yes. Exactly. Terror. And that you, you told me before, you know, we, you've said in the interview that you know and you believe that this won't happen. Yes. I hope it happens. But I, so, you're right. Deeply... My limiting okay. belief is I just don't actually believe it's going to happen. Exactly. So if you are a big manifester and anything that is in your mind yes. happens, so, so it's, do you get where yeah, I'm going? I've guaranteed that it doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. So you've made that, you've made that yeah. decision and it's your mindset. And I can leverage that so the only happening even less every minute. My love life gets worse every single minute. My career gets better every single minute. My love life gets worse every single minute. And it doesn't matter. Like yeah, models because... around the world mm -hmm. contact me, telling me I'm cute and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, stay away from those devils. <laughs> yeah. But you know you're aware that you are doing it purposely. I mean, I'm not doing it purposefully, but it's 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 not conscious. But as we talk about it, you're right. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yes. yes. Exactly. So the only thing that we need to, to do is transform that belief. And once you let that go, but then to be able to transform that belief, as you must know, because you are so you've had this experience yes. to for us to be able to transform that belief, then the, what we have to do is insert a new one. Because just getting rid of that, we just will leave a hole and anything can yes. come in. So for you to do it consciously, once we transform that belief, we said the new one, which will be based on that why yes. that, I've you know, in, that in future. Uh, I don't know, Lisa or maybe Marissa, you know, that Tony Robbins is an exercise. I forgot what it's called, like maybe Dickens or something. Like Dickens, but it, yes, Where you look into the future and you imagine what happens if you don't do what yeah. you need to do. Yes, then, I know, it's very powerful. 
going to stick my 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 all believe in. Yes, 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 is and when you believe is. Uh, but then it's like, and I would do it so many times. I feel like it would never sustain itself though. Right. Cause I always default back to this. It's, I don't know, like you're not worthy of love or something. And I, it's like intellectually, I, I know what I'm doing and I still fucking do it. Yeah. Years, years, years of doing that. And it's like 43 years. Yeah. So yeah, you've oh. got, you've got to, it, this is when, I mean, this is where it gets really interesting because when they're, when they're not that deep or you're not that powerful, you're not a powerful. I have the same problems, Marissa. Yay, Bobby's like me. I have the same problems. Not quite as smart as you, but I'm a fairly smart cookie. And the problem is when we're really strong in our heads, it's really hard to overcome our heads. Even if someone explains it to us, we like even when we know it's like, we're just like brick wall. Like I'm not letting myself go there. Even I've done the same, I've done the same exercises. I make the same mistakes too. And I also have been, I'm a victim of domestic violence, Bobby. I was oh. thrown around my kitchen by my ex-husband. So I totally- I'm very, I'm very sensitive to that, so. It's okay, I'm okay. It was a long time ago now, but thank <laughs> you. But that's kind of- like, it's a very important thing to and I a lot of time like to like do what I can to like help people with that issue and yeah well I think this would be a good opportunity to just take a break here um to allow Bobby to compose himself and um we'll be right back so now Bobby what is it how do you manage to cope? I've become an expert at um, <laughs> sort of like feeling decimated inside emotionally and masking it with the things that I am able to do, which is just um, operate through the hierarchy of capitalism with sort of like intellect and aggression and confidence. So I, I basically just know how to ignore my emotions. <laughs> you so have I. So the most important thing in life and living your dream is to go towards what you want and you can't change the others. So what Bobby is doing brilliantly is he set his, his intention on following his own genius, his own abilities, being a strategist to change the world. And yeah. the, the downside of that is that's taking up most of your bandwidth and you've got this other little wound over here. You're kind of busy doing the change the world thing. Yeah. Um, and you're about the term of one of our, our guests had this thing he called it the shield of success Bobby he had done something similar to you and he said his success became a shield which protected him from ever having to go to where it hurts and you know and and obviously your last film um being about toxic masculinity you know it, and so but that's how amazing think about it you're creating movies with such passion about such incredible topics because you do understand because you have experience because you are a full human being who has, has experienced things because you because your first story to us was that you know i um I, i've not actually ever had any bad experiences but we now we know that there are some like you are human like all of us there have been things oh well in my career i haven't had my bags I, I mean my personal life is just i mean in tatters with <laughs> all that i've experienced in my life right i mean and you're you know, using I've, that you're using I've been basically mentally tortured by many, many people in my life for the first 20 years of my life, right? Like I, I know pain, right? And very, very deeply, okay. right? I'm the smallest kid mm -hmm. in my neighborhood and I grew up in one of the most violent neighborhoods in Toronto. Um, and I was the smartest and smallest kid in my class, right? Like I, I worried about my life every single day. 
but now it's like that's why also i'm so confident and i'm fucking fearless because i had to be right it's like nobody scares Mm -hmm. me because i grew up thinking that people were going to kill me every day and so go ahead and fucking kill me right like that's where i'm at so why would i be scared to talk to a billionaire if you don't have a gun to my head and to be honest even if you had a gun to my head it wouldn't matter pull the trigger i just got another message bobby do you want to hear it so let's create this is it metaphor or analogy Mm. so if you've become if you've overcome that pain Mm -hmm. that transformed into uh confidence yes that's led you to certainty and taking you to success imagine what would happen if you overcome that pain of relationship oh i know intellectually i go And great. then become certain and become, you know, what's the, the, what was the word that you said, the word confident. confidence. Yeah. Imagine I, I, that you could have. I, but I just, it's, I've just never known it, you know? So, and well, we're here to help you with let's that. Let's do it. I'm dead. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's, let's I do that. I... And then we finish our interview and then we come back to set to see yeah. if you, what else you want to do. Okay. 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 So. You guys are awesome. Like, thank you so much. I mean, what a beautiful experience this has become. I mean, to be honest, I'm like a little bit humiliated, but I'm I'm still going to promote it widely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all right, because actually, you know, uh, this is a true Bobby. Yeah. You know, I was doubting because I do, I do feel your confidence and I know and I can feel it doesn't come from ego. Mm. But there's still, egos is still there anyway. But I knew that there was something else, something What? deeper that you weren't showing up. And it's okay that we don't have to do it live, of course, it does, because that's not the point. The point of the podcast is this, that you come out with something. And in the future, when maybe when you're successful and you have your wonderful drive, <laughs> we might be more back, successful. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we might look back and, you know, even when we make come it a wedding, when we come to your wedding, Bobby. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, okay. So, already. So, why not a third, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Um, okay. So, where were you in the okay. interview? <laughs> How yeah. did we finish okay. that? <laughs> um, so, what I, I, I'm, I'm feeling that what we're going to have to do, Bobby, is when we edit this, um, I'm going to cut out the bits you don't want. I'm going to try and keep some of the other bits, but I'm going to actually send it to you first so that you can it, give some it, approval. I'll be very clear and I'll, I'll, I'll be explicit on the air. The only, because I don't care for me, like I'm happy to say everything about my life because I do think it helps people. And, you know, I think a lot of people look up to me. So to know I've struggled helps inspire other people. But at the same time, as much as, um, you know, I have ambivalence, you know, within my family, um, I don't, I don't think it's fair for me to publicly air our shit. No worries. So as long as you talk about my family mm -hmm. on air. No, we won't. We will cut it. You know, we'll cut it. And we care about all, all that stuff. It's just, please just, you know, protect my family because. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Because, you know, also this, uh, uh, even, even if it's helpful, it doesn't have to be detriment for mm. you. 
So we can do whatever you want in the future when you have success and then it's easier to look yeah. back and see the failures. We can share that if you want to, or maybe another version of it. That's all right. We're not I'm, here I'm to, open, to hurt either. I, you or... Whatever. It's like, I'm, I'm myself. And I think that, you know, that's all it is. I want to go. So, so I want this. to pull it back now. I want to pull it back. To right. yeah, pull us back I mean, pull I want back, to list us back up now. Now, um, what, but, but the link is that your experience in life has have brought you depth and emotion that you can use in your acting and your writing. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Yes. So um, how did you get the, your most recent film, The Market? How did, yeah. how did that come about? How did you wrote that? So uh, how did you create this? I wrote it in five days as a play, um, as a response to the subprime mortgage crisis, um, you know, which is, you know, sort of a spectacular financial collapse. Yeah. Uh, and I'd wanted to write about economics for many, many years because I studied um, economics at U of T originally. But and I kept failing, I, you know, like, you know, it's funny because people see all my successes, but they don't realize how many times I failed behind the scenes. Right. It's it's like mm. I, I've written, I don't know, 20 or 30 things that have done very well publicly, but I've written 100 scripts. Right. There's 75 of them that you that you'll never and you'll never see them. Right. Because it's like they're like the kernel of an idea or it didn't, didn't quite because I, I only produce the stuff um, that works. Right. So you have to kind of fail a lot to get to the stuff that works. Right. So it's not like I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm sure every symphony Beethoven composed wasn't great. You know, so sometimes he's like, oh, Beethoven, what are you? Yeah. No, this not going to make it. Yeah. So, but so anyway, so I tried to kind of write about the stock market um, or specifically in, in with the markets, the bond market, not the stock market, but people don't really know the difference. Um, but anyway, I, fa I failed like multiple times. And then once the subprime mortgage crisis happened, I, could, I, you know, I read books, I consumed articles, I watched documentaries. And then I realized that um, contemporary bond traders on Wall Street were very similar to like, you know, criminals out of like a Scorsese movie or something like that. Right. And then I and then I came up with a concept, which was like, well, what if they were? And then I and then I basically wrote this play from beginning to end in five days. I only cut out one monologue mm -hmm. that was a little bit too far. And then I produced it in an actual office and it was the wildest success of my playwriting career. And many of the top um, artists in Toronto would tell all their friends that so one of the top actresses in the country, like she, I saw her on the street, she goes, your, your play's absolutely brilliant. And she showed me an email. I emailed everyone in my address book and told them they had to see it. And I kept hearing that over and over and over again. So I knew that because I didn't intend for it to be a movie. I just wrote a play. I was a playwright. I was early thirties. Yeah. I never written a screenplay, not really. Um, I actually had been offered the opportunity to write television for my last play with one of the top screenwriting agents in Canada, and I turned it down because I didn't want to write shitty television, right? It's like I wanted to keep my voice intact, yeah. which um, I don't regret, right? Um, but then the audience loved this so much, and then I was like, okay, so I'm going to make this a movie. You know, it's funny because I didn't know how to do it. We tried, and it was actually my bachelor party. So we get back to my marriage. It seems to be like the fulcrum for all these things. But it was like my, all my, I hadn't seen my friends and family for so long. It'd been two years since I did the play. And we were all going, and they would talk about how much they loved the play, how much they love, love, love the play. And I was like, fuck, I really need to turn that into a movie. I don't know how. And then we were walking down the street. Um, and then my cousin, he kind of like touches my cousin Fabi was like, look, see. And I was like, what? And then the title of my play is The Market, right? Now a movie. 
and he points and there's a grocery store and it was called the market. <laughs> and I took a picture wow. and I went, Oh, it's done. It's like, right. it was like done. And at, from that moment, I decided no matter what, even if I die, I will make this movie. I don't care what happens to me. And, you know, and I had some of the mm -hmm. top filmmakers in the country that I looked up to. And they told me, you're going to make a piece of shit. You will never. Do and now in retrospect, I see they, were, they just wanted to block me. But it was it, it was hard because it was like people I, I looked up to and I loved and they betrayed me. And they said, you will never make this. You will never get the money that you need. And then somebody said, you will get divorced. I mean, I guess he was right on that. <laughs> but I can't, I can't be funny now. But I heard every single thing. They were like, no, 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 no. And in my mind, I went, yes, yes, yes. Because at that point, since then, I have, I think, better work. But I said, this is the movie I want to leave on the fucking planet when I die. You need to see what wow. I can do. Because yeah. I didn't know if I could ever make another movie or a script. I didn't know if, with all my success, like that was a little bit different. I'd never had that kind of audience response to my work. And I wanted to see mm -hmm. it. So that 50 years after I die or if I grandchildren or right i mean it's pretty foul so maybe i'll wait till they <laughs> turn 18 but you can see <laughs> what i can do right and then i make yeah and i've gotten 30 jobs out of it yeah. and now i have meetings for my second film and it's like we're talking about 30 million dollar projects i made my movie for twelve thousand dollars and i'd never made a film before wow that's not easy to do. And my movie's very, very good. It's an independent film, but we got distribution. We weren't on the, on mm -hmm. the US and the UK, but I knew it was going to work because my script was the best script I'd ever written. They already had an audience. And then the two lead actors, Julian Dezotti and Kyle McDonald, were absolutely brilliantly mm -hmm. cast and, and two of the best actors in the country. And since then, they've gone on to have pretty good careers in Canada. But I knew Great. they were amazing. And I knew that they mm -hmm. knew every inch. And the whole movie is really those two guys. And I knew my script really worked. So I just thought, well, I'll just figure everything out. And I was very deeply connected in the entertainment industry. And my brother was an editor. So I was like, well, I have enough friends that yeah. I'm going to just, and family that I'm going to just make it happen. And then I did. Incredible. Oh, that sounds great. Well, what a, what a better intention or setting any, of an intention that, it's yeah. done yeah. because that is actually true once you've decided that then you just have to have the patience and that th that's when the taking action part comes so right? to, and i'm sure after yes that, i understand we'll get there i need to be like done but then also like yeah. there's many beautiful women who are talking to me all around the world now i i, I don't know who to pick sometimes you know what i mean like it's pursuit like it's and this is the thing not like yes. I don't think that I have options. I many beautiful women. Oh, I, thank I, you. You, you know, know that. But you. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you have to set the intention first. Right. When you set the intention to that perfect relationship, but you have to know what it's going to be. So when, when, that's why I keep asking you why, why. So mm -hmm. then, why do you want a relationship? What type of partnership do you want? You have to answer those. You have to answer those questions right. first, and then when you get the right answer, you go oh, mm -hmm. done. And then you'll yeah. know, you know, that yeah, makes yeah. sense, you know, then you'll know because you kind of will be able to sense, oh, this is the path. 
mm-hmm. you know? And this is the best. And even if you, you start dating, actually it's good practice because then you kind of start breaking the ice with the wrong person mm-hmm. until the right person comes. And then you have more experience and what you want, what you don't want and how to differ from, from a every person. Just a yeah. girly, you know, old fart advice here because I've been around the block a few times. I think that... Um, the one of the things that when in somebody in your situation, you need to actually just do it for fun and not get serious and not even try to have a relationship and just right. literally just, just like make female friends. I did, I did, I, and I have many of them. Some of the most beautiful women are my friends. And so, but I just like, it's, I fucking just failed so spectacularly so often. And I'm not, I don't fail. Right. It's really like a mantra. And then it's like, I only fail when it comes to love. But it's not failure. You've just said it. You don't fail. Those experiences have been experiences. And now you are a little bit more mature or have a thicker skin because you've been through that. It's just that you've decided and you've put the label that those are failures. Those are not failures. Those are just experiences because failure doesn't exist. An action just that, you know, an action or a situation will have a result. Just sit, then you pick up and go, pick up and go. Pick well, thank up you and for go saying that. Fun. I really, I mean, you guys are so supportive. I, I it's, I mean, <laughs> talk, talk about my movie. I mean, you know, it's amazing. But, but Bobby, you keep <laughs> saying, and I love this, and this is going to be, we do, instead of we do a review show, when we do a podcast, we, we, Marissa and I then do a review of what we've done. Okay. And we look at who you were and we look at what we, what we learned from you for our audience and what our audience should make sure that they should take away. One of the right. things I'm going to say is, that you've said multiple times, no matter what, I'm going to do X. If it's the last thing I do on this earth, I'm going to make this happen. That yes. when you make the biggest magic, because you have what it takes. When you get that convicted, magic happens. Yes. I, yeah, almost literally. literally. What we need to get you to is that you say, I will find the woman who loves me and who I love. And we have the most extraordinary relationship till the day I die. And I will do whatever it takes until I find her and it happens. Oh, I have something. I have something else. And I'll I'll be the last. I'm not going to fill you with information because you already have your homework. But you remember that essay that you wrote on year Mm. seven? Uh, I don't remember it, but yes, it does exist. Yes. Okay, no, you don't do that. No, I remember remember about (laughs) the homework. We would love for you to do the about same relationship. about your relationship. Like right in- Not now. Yes, not now. I you can, you can, you know, you do it for yourself. He's writing his hair down. Yeah, right. just do that exercise, but do it about relationships. Because everything else- about Your relationship? Yeah, about how you see your future. So your, how is your biography going to, you know, when you passed away or when people write about you, in the future and they will have a chapter about your yeah. success and they'll, they'll have a chapter about and your what personal your wife life say about your, you, your future amazing wife and how she will be what she looks like wow. what she feels like what she thinks uh, yeah and you're a writer so you can really go to town on it you know you really you know go go and make the most amazing i've succeeded picture. so wildly in my career i don't want to say it was effortlessly because i've obviously put a lot of time and energy and attention uh, towards it but it's somewhat meaningless to me to you know it's really just an intellectual exercise. It's just like a perpetual thought experiment. For me, I fundamentally look at myself, you know, like as like a failure because the most important thing to me 
um, is finding love and building a family. And, and it's like, I, I, it's like, I feel like so far away from that, that the other things I'm doing, it's really just, I don't know, like a distraction, you know? Yeah. But imagine if you could, you know, if you are such a good writer and you can write such amazing movies, imagine if you were, you were to put your energy in writing, this is fictional. Hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't have to have any limits. It can you can I, use that emotion I, I, on it. Done. Yeah, you can use those emotions on it just to make I it more do real. It. It's done. Exactly. It's done. No matter what. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, it's done. So if you wanted to share with us I, in the future, we'll I'll, love I'll read it on air. It's fine. I don't mean I don't know how many words you want, but I'll you know whatever. I'll write it. You can write down well you, you are write down five pages you know it's whatever works for you the point is to make it like it's like you projecting this and you can you can write like when you're when you die what does your wife if she survives you what does she say it was so incredible he was I, he loved me oh. so much i loved her so much you know you can make you can bring as many characters in you can have it you can do anything things. there's no limits by your creativity exactly. I mean, if anyone can do this exercise you can <laughs> you yeah and, uh, and, and you are so connected that if you don't really know how, you can find some friends, some professional friends, some work, and this might become another Oscar-winning win- Oscar movie. I don't know. Yeah, Let's just put it out there. I'm doing it. Yeah, it's, Excellent. you know. It's okay. done. Yay. All right. Excellent. Guys, guys, it's two hours. We've got to let Bobby go. We've got to let Bobby go. How long did he Thank you so much, Bobby. It was amazing meeting amazing you. Meet you guys. And we'll thank cut you. you down, Bobby. Normally they're about an hour, so we'll we'll see if it's if we cut if we we're obviously going to cut various bits out. We'll edit it. However, if it's really long and we want to keep it, we'll split it into two podcasts. So we'll have Bobby whatever, one and Bobby. You, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Whatever you need, I'm happy to come on again or whatever hey. I can do. Oh, well, you go and leverage. Just promote how much fun you yeah. had here, how, how a transformational experience has been. Because we, what you know, platform? Instagram or Twitter or what's the most? Um, what's more? We are in Facebook and on and Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Can you email, message me with the links or the websites or whatever? Blast it everywhere because this was such a powerful experience. And thank yep. you so much. Well, yeah, well, well, Bless you. Thank you so much. That warms my heart yeah. because this is actually why we are doing this. You know, not because of, yeah. as you said, not because of the money, but obviously I, we want to live I from this. I feel bad because some of the most vulnerable parts, um, I think, you know, should go out there. I just, I just want to protect my family. You know? That's all right. No worries. No worries. No worries. Because this, you know, it's just perfect. No worries. It is perfect. We, uh, you know, it's done. I just trust this so much. <laughs> It's that. I'm, I'm going to do that from now on. <laughs> edit around it to make sure that it's completely set. And, and if you want, I will send it to you before we just say so you're absolutely comfy with it. Um, but the point is that what we've learned tonight is that if you have confidence and utter belief in what you think will happen, it happens. You are living proof of that. Yeah. You are like Oof. an extraordinary, you're like a unicorn, okay? You're like really rare. <laughs> like people don't believe that you exist, but you are living proof that if you don't have doubts, you can create anything. And yet the very same person where you do have doubts, 
things don't quite work out. And so that is what we're trying to get across in, in the world, how we think, man, as man think as man creators. And, you know, that is, we are far more powerful in our thoughts than we realize, scarily so. You know, science is catching up with this. It used to be woo-woo stuff. Now we're starting to actually have facts and neuroscience to prove what we think is what we create. And so mm. this has been an absolutely fascinating interview because- My God. Like, a real, real unicorn that we could work with and learn from. So thank you so much. I'm going to promote you guys so widely and say amazing things. This is the most powerful interview I've ever had in my career. I've been over interviewed 300 oh, times. Thank like, you. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. We will really, really need it because not only because of that success, but the most important thing I take out here is that I know that in a short time, you will find the most amazing relationship. And then you might be able to become the next Eli Elon Musk. What's his Elon, name? Elon yeah. Musk. And actually, we'll, the three of us and whichever other person want to intervene will be able to change the world. Because as Lisa, you know, I've told her all the time that the most important thing is that I know that we won't be able to change this as it is. It's very hard. It's already, it's like a crooked mm. tree. But if we start planting the seed of this new way of thinking, like you do, for example, uh, on the younger people, on the younger generation, just how they have to come out of their fears and connect and, and believe that they can't make their dreams come true, even if they're hard. Live a life will create a different yeah. world. If people, we are all here to live lives we love, but we get yeah. in our own way. Experiences build up, they filter us out, they block us. And mm. we're, you know, but we now have the tools. We just need to enough people to understand what it takes to unblock, to open up, to be a unicorn. And, mm. you know, and that, like my son is 19 and, and, and he said to me, oh, mommy, I shouldn't be an actor. It's a crazy thing. I shouldn't do that. And I have fought with him and said, you love acting. Don't, I'm not phone. hearing that. Go for it. Give like. him my phone number. I'll give, it, I'll give him my phone. You can call me anytime. Okay. Oh, bless you, Bobby. I will. He'd love that. Wow, he'd love that. So, but it's that thing. It's about, I believe we should live our dreams. I wanted to ride horses. I was told that was a stupid thing. So I went to business school. However, when my life went downhill, as I explained earlier, I then refound horses and they saved my soul. Because nice. actually, I should have always done horses. That's what I love. I love it. They are, they are like my soulmates. So mm. we have to go with the flow, but life and people tell us not to. So like yes. you said, so. thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you what so a beautiful much. experience. I'm, I'm so humbled and thankful and grateful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Will you take right. it? We'll be if you part. want, if we are. And I, I, and I am leaving that invitation on the table. I, so if you want to work I with I already that, said yes. Okay, well, we'll, we'll uh, send you the Calendly thing so you can set up an appointment. Okay. All, right. Okay, All right. Okay, but you know, you have to commit and it's already done. Uh, so, done. great result. So, let's go. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Good night, everybody, and take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dream Team podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review and dream on.